Hello and welcome to Miss Bossy Boots, keeping it real for women in business. My name is Stacey Morgan. I am the Principal of Port Macquarie Performing Arts, a dance school on the Mid-North Coast. And joining me is my awesome co-host, Jane Hilston. Jane is the Managing Director of Dragonfly Marketing. How's it going, Jane? Really well, thanks, Stace. And right back at you with the awesome co-host remark. Thank you. We were just commenting about how we really enjoyed this time, this portion of our fortnight. Because mm. we don't kind of meet in between. Our paths don't cross. Not really, During a normal no. fortnight and then suddenly... Bang, we're yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a really good energy in the room. Yeah. Yes. Nice. If only we had the option to actually continue on for Friday night drinks or something like oh. that afterwards, we'd be sorted. I think 2018, that, that, that needs to go in That's the plan. That's in the schedule. Yeah. Okay, I'm there. Definitely. So I had some great feedback during the week um, regarding Miss Fossey Boots. Oh. There are people listening that I didn't uh, know were listening and just wanted to lay it on me at work on Monday night. So that was really exciting. Um, And a comment that came back, and this was from Jackie, was about how listening to the podcasts makes her, um, gets her inspired for the week, but then also gives her homework to do. And that she hasn't had a chance to make her way through all of the things that we recommend, all of the books we've recommended or podcasts we've recommended Mm, or um, things that we've read or things that we comment on that she kind of, she she says she scribbles down and makes a list of and then she goes, oh, I must must get to that. Great. And I was like, that is awesome. Um, And she said what would be really handy is if you could do just one episode that was succinctly talking about all of those things. Perfect. Yeah. We thought, let's just do that. And here it is. Yes, yes. And 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 actually, Stace, you'd sent me a text through the week saying, gather all your books and podcasts um, without the context of that. But fortunately, I have actually bought, I think, most of the books that I've I've certainly referred to. And that we've mentioned. And yeah, so my two books good. that I've bought are the same as two of the five books that you've bought. Oh, perfect. There you go. And they're probably the ones that we've referred to the most. So. Yeah. And we're yeah. only going to talk about a couple, so we're not going to give hmm. you too much homework. So don't switch off now because you think you're going to be overwhelmed. No. <laughs> we're going to give you lots of homework to do. Yeah. Um, so do you want to kick it off, Jane? Um, maybe start with the book that you've chosen and why you've chosen it? Yeah, sure. I am an avid reader of business books at the moment. I've always enjoyed reading and I must say the last, oh, I don't know, three years, I've pretty much just read business books. Um, Devoured. Devoured them. And look, I find with business, there's a lot of experts writing books Mm -hmm. at the moment. Um, So sometimes books can be really meaty and, and really, really good. And then I find sometimes that they can kind of say nothing sometimes as well. Yes. So generally, I'm in the habit now, if if I'm not getting into it within, you know, the first couple of chapters, I put it down and I, I don't read the rest. Yeah. So anyway, I've just bought the ones that over the last couple of years have grabbed me and I've been able to um, devour them. And and look, um, I, I'm actually going to start, it's it's not one that we've we've covered before. Um, I'm going to start with Daring and Disruptive by Lisa, Lisa Messenger. Messenger. And and I've read, I think, all of her books yep. subsequently. None, but this was the first one I this read? This was the first one. And, and I don't think any of the others have lived up no. to this one. I loved this book. Yes. Um, it was before, and I think she probably started the whole disruptive trend. Yep. You know, she was the one that kind of put that word in the business 
you know, lingo for, yes. for this day and age. Um, and, and look, I'm happy to, to stand corrected if, if she wasn't, but she certainly was the one that brought it to my attention. Yep. I loved what she stood for and I, I, you know, I love her passion and energy in the way she writes. And I think that that comes across in, in her in her books. Um so in a, some of her other books, I've, I can I find her a little bit, um, so her personality a little bit. Uh, oh gosh, no, I won't say that because because it's probably a bit negative. But th- this book in in particular, I thought her energy was fabulous and and inspiring. And a nice balance this book between personal stories and how and how she makes things happen. Some yes. of the other books I find get a little bit fluffy around the personal stuff. Do you find that? Yes, yes. And um, yes, but this one had, I think, snippets and and inspirational messages. It's a really, really easy book to read and it kind of addresses all the fundamentals of starting up a business. Yeah. Um, So so, it's a beautifully presented book um, for those of you who obviously don't have it in front of you, though I'm very impressed if you paused and went and bought it. waited for it to arrive in the post and then <laughs> pulled it up but it's it's a beautifully presented book in that um it, it's very creative and it's not just um pages and pages of written text there's lots of pictures there's lots of quotes there's lots of inspiration that's jotted in between it so you can get through the chapters really really quickly because they're quite short and they're quite beautiful you mm. want to keep what makes you want to keep reading that's right. That's right. So do you know what? I think she designs it for the mindset. And I think I've probably got a very similar personality style for her. When when you've, when you've got a brain that just needs constant stimulation and switching, yep. you know, if, if, if you're not someone who can just deal with, you know, streams and streams of text. And entrepreneurs generally are that personality type where they do need injections of um, wow, inspiration, you know, easy grabs. Yes. Um, to keep them interested. And yeah. that's how I find she's structured this book. Yeah. You know, and most be, of her books. Yes, there'll be a chapter of text and then there's a beautifully beautiful font with a with a with an inspirational quote and then there's a picture of her, you know, so there's looking there's, fabulous. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. And so so I yeah, I really enjoyed it and I found it a really um, great book to to read and I found it very inspiring. And it did make me want to be disruptive. And I think too she's so honest in how she talks about how she's approached things. Yeah. And I love that honesty. I just, you feel like it's something that you can do. You can do whatever she can do because yeah. she's so honest. Yeah. When I first read it, I thought I was the only person in the world reading it and that mm. nobody else had read it. And it really impacted on me. And so as soon as I finished, I jumped on Facebook and found her and left a message and then discovered her as a personality and as a brand yes, and saw that she's got, you know, however many million followers. And I was yeah. like, oh. oh. Oh, I'll say you're someone. It's, yeah. Just, yeah. it's just not me. Oh, Because I sent her a lovely personal message yeah. and after a few days didn't get anything back and thought that was strange. And then I looked a bit more into it. I was like, oh, oh. no wonder. You're busy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just a drop in the ocean yes. <laughs> of your success. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah. It, it was... Um, it was nice to see all of that information in the book and then it actually manifests into into mm. the real world where she I will, is highly successful and fabulous. 
I will say Her Money and Mindfulness. That was the other book that I enjoyed. It wasn't probably as disruptive Mm. as this particular one. But again, on the subject of being honest, she shares a lot of her learnings and a lot of the her scenarios that, that she's kind of worked her way through and learned from in that book, which again... I just find so refreshing and and so inspirational. And it's not a money book in the sense that you will read it and feel overwhelmed about not knowing everything you need to know about finance. I read it and found it a really easy read and really relatable to my business and even just my personal life, how I deal with money on a personal basis. Yes. I was like, oh, okay, I I get that. I I get where you're coming from. I get how I can apply that to me. And I think she talks about it in The Daring Disruptive as well as in Money and Mindfulness. Um, At a point, her magazine, it was kind of at a point where she had to make the decision whether to almost fold or... Go big. Or go hard. Yep. Um, and oh my goodness, that woman has a lot of confidence and she, she chose to go hard and, Mm. and I think, you know, employed something like six new salespeople, um, the next day, you know, which to me, I just, wow, that's, that's so brave. Yes. So (laughs) brave to not go, okay, the easy thing for me to do right now would be to walk away. Yep. Or alternatively, I can jump off this cliff and go and hire a whole new sales team and make it work. Like yeah. it's incredibly brave. And that, but that's those moments where you go, wow, you know, that's that's a scenario that I can be in, have been in, and have had to make a similar decision. Yeah. You know, whoa, you, not not to that velocity, but you know, it's it's good to know that you're not the only one that goes through that. Yeah. And maybe there's people listening at the moment who are in the need of a little bit of bravery, mm. need a little bit of gumption, need a little bit of yes. guts and that that's, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, so yeah, look, I think at, of, of the books that she's written, Daring and Disruptive and Money and Mindfulness have been, I've found them, uh, yeah, a fantastic resource. Awesome. What about you, Stace? I'll start with Remarkability by mm-hmm. Lorraine Murphy. Mm-hmm. This is Lorraine's first book. Shout out to Lorraine, who's just finished writing her second book, Good which she's written through uh, the pregnancy, so the pre-birth of her child, mm-hmm. and then the first three months of her child's life. She's written a book. Mm. Yeah, Good I could barely manage to get through my day. Mm. <laughs> Superhuman. Mm. Um, so I'm looking forward to reading that as a, as a follow up to Remarkability. Do you know what it's called? Her new book. Oh. Um, it, I think it's going to be called Seriously Something Organized. Ah, okay. Yes. Organized. She's yes. got a chapter in Remarkability called that. Yes. Um, I'm not sure. I'm guessing. It, the that's chapter, a, I think, is Get Seriously Effing Organized. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I loved that. Yeah. I loved that chapter. Well, I think that's the basis of the second book. Yes. And then I was going to talk about how in that book it was, that was my favourite chapter. <laughs> yes. I was going to say, I've just picked up the copy of my book that I bought in because I, I also bought that book in and I think that's probably the chapter where I've got the most pages dog-eared. Yeah. 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 Um, I can read that book. I can go back over that book or even just go back over a chapter of that book and get so many takeaways that I thought I got before. Yes. But then I can just take it further. And yeah. 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 You just found the chapter. That's it. We nailed it. Um, yeah. So you can correct me if you, I'm wrong, Lorraine, but um, about the title of your second book, but I'm sure we'll let people know when it's out anyway, yes. which I'm sure is probably another six to nine months away. Yeah. Um, what I like about her, the way she writes and, and the way this book is written is that uh, 
well, first of all, on the cover, she's sitting on a couch and she's just in jeans. Yep. And that's exact. That's so perfect for the book itself because it sounds, when you're reading it, it sounds like you're sitting on a couch with a girlfriend mm. in your jeans, mm. having a cup of tea, just shooting the breeze. Yeah. It's very easy to read. It's very, um, come on, just get off your butt and do it. Yes. In each of the chapters, and they're and they're all about different things. One's about brand. One's about being organised. One's about getting your life together. And and all the way through, it's kind of she's just she's like your little she's a mini cheerleader on your shoulder, just going yeah, okay, yes. you can do this. Come on, yes, let's go. This is yes. and it's interesting um, for it to be told through her story. She's again got nice little personal stories that she mm. tells about how her career has tracked and how she got to where she is. Mm. And for those of you who don't know Lorraine or who've um, not been listening to our podcast a lot. She started um, Australia's or the world's. Um, Australia's? Oh, certainly Australia's. Certainly Australia's. Yeah. Um, first um, uh, bloggers agency. So yes, she was, agency she for represented. Bloggers. Yeah, uh, bloggers. Yeah, um, which was totally disruptive mm. for for her mm. um, and for that for that industry. And now, of course, there's a hundred thousand blogging agencies, and her agency. Um, the Remarkables group has, has taken, you know, completely different twists and turns and yeah. um, continued to innovate. Mm. And, um, yeah, so this book is just a great one to pick up over and over and over again. Mm. Yeah. I read this over the summer holidays last year and, um, again, just found it such an incredibly easy read. And, again, like Lisa, and I believe actually she's quite a good friend of Lisa's as okay, well. That um, would make sense. Yeah. So like Lisa though, she's just been completely honest and you and I went to her, you know, boot camp, we met her yep. a couple of times. She, she talks like she, she, I mean, she writes just as she is as a person. There's, yeah. You know, she, you, what you see is what you get. She's like this little Irish pocket rock, rocket, this yeah. tiny, you know, wistful little blonde who, who is a real little pocket rocket. Very endearing, very charming, um, very straight down the line. Yeah. Um, you can certainly see how she's managed to build an agency, you know, based on, on, on her personality. Um, she's got a lot of chutzpah. She's a, she's a real go-getter. Yeah. And, and that's what she's channeling in terms of her advice in the, in the book. And she's, and so I think if you're, if you're a similar kind of personality, you, you will really resonate with it and you'll find that very inspiring. It's also very practical in that she gives you all the advice through Mm. the chapters. And then I think the last total chapter is, is worksheets and this is how I did this and practically this is how I line up my day and this is how you should line up your to-do list and this yes. is how. And she's got lots of resources on her website that you can access as well that just give you tools to take away so that you don't just read and then go, oh, good, but I don't know where to start. Mm. So, And she references um, Vern Harnish's How to yes, a Master lot. the Rockefeller Habits or Mastering the Rockefeller Habits. Yeah, She references it a lot throughout the book and she's based a lot of those templates on his templates. Um, and I went and read his book after reading hers, which was oh, nowhere near as entertaining. Okay. Um, but so she's in, done all the hard work for it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, so I would just say, and to be honest, she, she gets all the best bits out of it. So, yeah. so don't worry about that one. Just read, read Lorraine's and, and take what <laughs> she's taken from it. Because I think Vern Harnish's um, book, so Vern's probably got a very, very different target audience. So he's probably, I mean, he deals with massive, you know, multi-million dollar, multi-billion dollar companies right. in terms of, you know, helping them with their strategic direction. Whereas Lorraine's probably boiled that down to a more 
small smaller business. Yeah. Mm, love it. I now want to mention my second book, which is another book that's come in on your pile of things to do. Yes. A pile of your books that you love, sorry. Yes. And that's The 4-Hour Workweek by yes. Tim Ferriss, uh-huh. Timothy Ferriss. Mm-hmm. Um, this book was a game changer for me in terms of my business was six years old and I was doing everything mm-hmm. and I thought I had to do everything because that was my role. Mm-hmm. As the head of the business, you must have your hand in every pie. <laughs> And you must be good at everything. You must be excellent at everything, yes. Yes. And you mustn't falter and you must, you know, have a complete air of brilliance at all times and never fall down and never never say boo and never muck up. Yep. And then I read this book Mm. and it was a lovely permission to go, oh, okay. I'm allowed to be a human and also run my business and also communicate with my customers in terms of my... um, the positive things and the negative things about my business in mm-hmm. that communication is so important across setting as far as setting expectations. Mm. Uh, and the, the mm. example I can give that stands out is his example about how often he checks his email. Yes. So I thought that being the leader of my business, it was my role to be on email 24 hours a day and <laughs> there was no way to escape that. Yes, That was just what had to be done. Mm. And I was struggling with that and wondering mm. why. Because it's mm. actually impossible. He has a rule where he checks his email once a month, yeah, once every he, he's, three he's months. He's once a month. Or, yes, it's very, very infrequently. Something like that. Yeah. And he has an out of office that says, you know what, I'm not going to check this. So mm. if you need me, you either need to sort it out yourself or talk to someone else. Or, or you here's, wait. Or you wait. Yeah. Here's, the, you know, here's the connections to the people that can help you. Mm-hmm. But if you want to deal with me, then on the this date of this month, mm-hmm. you will get a reply. Mm. And I was like, that is cool. Mm. Not that I've gone and stuck a I'm not checking my email for a month thing, but it just gave me permission that when I was going away or when then I was having an Estedford weekend or something busy that I could communicate to my customers, hey, you know what? I'm not going to have my computer with me or be around my computer or have internet access or have the time mm. to answer questions and, and, and get back to you at 2am about whether your child's wearing jazz shoes or ballet shoes in that number. And so you're going to need to figure it out yourself during these hours. And it's just completely changed, not just the business, but my life. Yes. Yeah. And that's just one tiny example that I got from this book of, it's kind of a metaphor for the for the whole book. Yes. And I think we've spoken about before um, how the first half of the book was very empowering like yes. that. So he, he addresses a lot of that. Yeah. That as a as a as a um, as a business owner you identify with because you know, part of the journey is going through going through that um, journey of of starting off thinking you know, taking every single client or every single yep. customer on board. Yep. Um, you know, feeling like you have to be available that 24 hours, seven days a week. Um, and it's only when something happens that, that it kind of snaps you out of that, that mindset. And, you know, reading something like that, it managed to snap me out of it a bit as well. And and look, probably the, the email example is a really good example of that. Um, but also, I mean, he, he, the, the title of the book, the four hour work week, Whilst that that might be um, ideologically, uh, you know, s- something that's never achieved yeah. um, in your life, his or it could whole be something philosophy, you don't want to do either. Yeah, or it yeah. might not be. It might not be as blatant as that. But his whole philosophy around, you know, why do we work? 
work our guts out until yeah. we're 65, 70 and then plan for this retirement where we'll then go and do all of our living. You yeah. know, you live now. You might not make your retirement. You might not. And and certainly when you are 65, 70, you know, what are, what are all the things that you will physically be incapable of doing? Yeah. When you reach that age, why save your life to that, that time of your life? Um, and I know for me, my mindset around you know, work, work hard, play hard. And, and he, he cites examples where he works for three months and then does, goes off and does something for three months. Now I can't remember whether he's got kids and a wife. doesn't really sound like he does by the sounds of the things that he goes oh, off and no, does. Oh, I'm pretty sure he does. Or maybe. Now, but they might've been examples from and they might have pre-child. Been pre-child. But like he'll go off and, and, you know, live in a, an international country and learn martial arts and become the world champion martial arts, you know, expert. And then yep. he'll go and learn um, Latin dancing and, and all of those sorts of things. And he just goes and does that for, yep. for three months. You know, in my life, that that's not possible because I have three kids and a husband to consider as well. Yep. Um, but it's the idea it's of the concept. things being possible and being able to write your own lifestyle. And write your own script and give yep. yourself permission because, again, yes. As a small business owner, I think you think, you know, oh, I, I couldn't possibly take off a month. You know, people won't take me seriously if I take off a month. Oh, well, that she's a business owner and she just goes for a month, you know. Yeah. How dare? She mustn't be serious. Yeah. But I think that's the pressure that I put on myself. It's not the pressure that anybody else has ever, you know, put on me. And then it talks again about brand and about aligning your customers with your brand because if what you want to attract is people who think that's awesome that you take a month off yes. to go and do blah, blah, blah. Then they're the kind of customers you want to attract. And how do you do that with your values and your brand and everything that you're about so that you don't have those whinging customers that think exactly. it's not right? You want people who are on your page and who've got your back and yes, uh, yeah. in your circle and part of your tribe. Yeah. And I think Lorraine actually refers to a bit of Tim stuff as well in her book as well. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, I agree. That's certainly one of my choices as well. Nice. Did you have a fourth or should we talk about podcasts? Um, no, look, I'll mention these these other two that I've bought. Honourable mentions. But, but just very, very quickly. Janine Alice, um, who started Boost Juice. Yep. I've just read her biography, The Secrets of My Success. Again, I found that a really, really interesting book in terms of how she built a business from scratch. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, though, she was a very, very accomplished business person, I believe, before she started that business. She had, ah. a, she had a pretty pretty established career okay. in PR before starting. So it's not like she just kind of started from scratch. I like scratch. juice. Yeah, Let's yes. Just, I want to make some juice. Yes. and and <laughs> um, But she, gosh, tenacity, I tell you what, yeah. she, amazing doses of it. Um, and the other book that I bought in was Girl Boss by Sophia Amoruso. And right. um, if anyone kind of has been following her career, so she's the one that started Nasty Girl um, in the States, which was an I love online. How you said vintage. that with an American accent. Nasty Girl. Nasty Girl. That's well, that's how I think it's spelled. Nasty Girl, maybe. Um, doesn't sound right. Nasty Girl. No, it doesn't. But I've d- and girl. I've just re- I've just said it in my head like that. The height, but it's Gal. It's G A L. Oh, is it? Yeah. Sorry, the, my apologies. Na- nasty Gal. I have I read the book, Na- even though it sounds like now that I haven't. <laughs> um, and I did attempt to watch the TV show. Have you watched? The, I haven't. The Netflix? No. Don't. No. Okay. Don't. Right. Okay. Read the book. Read and the then book. just. Settle on the, the book. book was, the book is the excellent. Bo- the book is great. Um, she's very cavalier, mm-hmm. you know. Um, b- 
but I love that too. She's yeah. she's she's a really slapdash. What you see is what you get. Um, but incredibly savvy, yeah. so savvy. And then if you followed her career, she she has actually since then gone into voluntary administration. Um, and Nasty Gal has been um, sold off to, to somebody else who will be benefiting from the Netflix, well, maybe not if it's a bad series, from the Netflix series. And, and I'm not sure what she's doing now. I'm not sure what her involvement is. So this book is set before that. Yeah. Because um, you and I both read the book at different times, but maybe 12 months ago, mm. and then you went to see her speak, and at, it just so happened that she was at the Business Chicks event the day after yeah, everything kind of. So the day after her business was went into administration, yeah, she and, still got and up she, on stage she spoke and did about an interview. it. And Amazing. she was she was visibly very emotional about it, as you would be. I'd be under the. But doona. she was still pretty. She was still pretty strong. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So um, I just think one of those amazing females that's kicking some butt and um, a great story of someone who literally did go from zero to hero yeah. in terms of business. Love it. For my honourable mentions, I'm going to take a photo and we can put it on our Facebook page. Mm. I'll just pile up my books and take a photo and go because I just couldn't choose. I know, there's so many. Yeah. I had my standouts and then I've got lots of that I like to read that I perhaps go back to every now and then, but not, not as much as these two. Mm. These two just rock my world. Yeah. We want to talk about podcasts as well because as well as Miss Bossy Boots, there are lots of fabulous podcasts out there that we're listening to. What's mm. tickling your fancy, Jane? Look, I've, I'm listening to a few different ones at the moment. Probably the one that I listen to the most regularly has been the one that I kicked off with in terms of listening to podcasts. Um, and that's Tim Reed's Small Business. Big Marketing. Big Marketing. That was I, my first podcast too. I love it. I didn't know podcasts exist really until I heard that. And yes. I was like, whoa. And I can't even remember what the catalyst was to actually get on and, and um, I think it was when he came to Port Macquarie. Yeah. And we had him as a speaker for one of our digital marketing events. Um Oh, look, I enjoy it. I I find Tim great company. I, I I know some people don't. I know that he's he's a little bit controversial in terms as of being a host. Some people find him a bit arrogant, but um, I really enjoy it. I think he's hilarious. Yeah, I'm a and, super fan. And I just I love the businesses that he features. Um, and I I mean I'm a, a marketer. I I I I always learn something new, you know, yeah. because it is, I deal with small businesses yep. um, and some of these small business owners are, are coming up with f- fantastic ideas. So, so Tim's not telling them how to market. He's, he's going out and finding small businesses who are doing great marketing and he's asking them all about it yeah. and what's worked and how do they know and you come um, up with that. Yeah, which which I find oh you can always learn from other people and other businesses and what people are doing. So yeah. I really enjoy that podcast. I like the way that his podcast um changes all the time as well in so in terms of how it's um the evolution of the podcast since the beginning, how he's mm. got new sponsors or different sponsors and he some he tried doing two episodes a week and then he went back to one episode a week and, mm. and you know, sometimes his sponsors have ads that have got beds in the background and sometimes, mm. as in music, music yeah. beds in the background and other times he's just doing cold read. Like it's, it's interesting to hear him not be afraid to try new things as yes. well. I find that quite inspirational as a podcaster mm. to listen to too. The Boss Mum podcast is um, always a regular for me, um, boss mum do to, well, I should say boss mum because ah. it's very American. Um, ah. but, but yeah, boss mum, they do two episodes a week and one is called the Nurture Your Business um, segment and so they 
they talk about how you be a, the boss of your business and the boss of your home, how you oh. be a boss and a mum, and I love it. Okay, I love it. Yeah. yeah, I've never heard of that one. Get on board. Yeah. And then my, my guilty pleasure is the West Wing Weekly. Did you know I'm obsessed oh, with that? No, I didn't. So I love the West Wing. Okay. I love Aaron Sorkin and I love just the whole West Wing series. Yeah. And there is a podcast devoted to watching each episode of The West Wing, a TV show from 15 years ago, mind you, and then talking about that episode. Are you serious? Yes. And it's, it features one guy who's just a super fan and one guy who was actually in it. And they interview people that were on the show. Oh, my Or the gosh. costume designers or it... the set designers or the directors. or. What? And so I, I've been watching the show again on Netflix because it's oh, actually on stand because it's back. And so I watch the episode and then I listen to the West Wing Weekly on a Wednesday. And I find myself actually on Wednesdays refreshing my podcast feed going, when's the new one? When's the new one coming? Wow. When's the new one coming? Because sometimes it comes at two o'clock and sometimes it comes at five o'clock. And Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yes. <laughs> yes. Wow. People do that with Miss Bossy Boots, I'm I, sure. They would do. <laughs> they would do. <laughs> So thank you for joining us down this little walk of our our favourite things. Yeah. We're like Oprah. Oh, the Oprah Book Club. <laughs> yes. 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 One day we will be. We'd love to hear your recommendations of things that you love, especially books that we haven't mentioned because we are always reading yes. new things and we would love to read new things. Um, so please hit us up on our Facebook page. Mm-hmm, which is facebook.com slash Podcast. Coming up very soon, we're going to have some guests on Miss Bossy Boots. Yes. A couple of interviews. I know the last couple of episodes have just been Jane and I. In fact, I'd say all year it's just been Jane and I. Yes. We're good quality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. 